Hey, here it is. The last call. Save the Republic and Panic! stop the madness. Ah! Uh, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, brought to you by Goldline. Tons of Americans still don't know that there is, you know, the possibility of using your retirement account to acquire precious metals. You could save up for retirement, you know, and build a protective shield around that to protect it from inflation and Oh, I don't know, uh, an out-of-control Fed or, uh, you know, crazy voting from crazy people that just, hey, did he have a stroke? I like him even more. Anyway, contact Goldline today. Make sure you give them the uh, promo code MYB. It represents the Mind Your Business Silver Bars that uh, they'll give you just as a thank you for calling in. Go to their website at goldline.com or call them at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Do you know the worst part of election night? I think turning on cable news and hearing nothing but bland, stale, prepackaged talking points that usually piss you off <laughs> from over uh, overpaid bloviators who all were part of the system. And now they're like, they're trying to give you ad- advice and uh, ideas of how important these elections are, really, because you've been in the system. You like the system. What are you talking about? Skip the boring and predictable commentary and come spend election night with us tonight. I'm hosting. Stu will be there. Dave Rubin, Sarah Gonzalez, Steve Dace. Uh, she's all of the all of the big uh, hosts on uh, the blaze are going to be a part of this some way or another tonight. In the first hour, our guests are Donald Trump, the president. Uh, and uh, also uh, Megan Kelly. Oh, yeah. And Megan Kelly. Just, just those two. Just in the first hour. Not, so Not a bad first uh, hour. We have Dave Rubin. He's going to be with uh, uh, the uh, governor of Florida. We've got lots of things planned. Make sure you uh, watch this tonight. You can find it as a Blaze TV sub- subscriber. Go to blazetv.com slash midterms. Use the promo code REDWAVE at checkout. You're going to get $30 off your subscription. This is the largest discount we've ever offered. Don't miss out. The coverage begins tonight on Blaze TV at 7.45 p.m. Fun, wild, tragically sad if it doesn't go our way tonight. <laughs> but it's, it's, I, I really think it's going to. Um, Eric Schmidt is uh, with us. He is the Missouri Attorney General. I think he's one of the strongest. There's like... There's like four of them in the country that I can always count on and go, yep, they're going to do the right thing. Eric Schmidt is one of those guys. He is the attorney general who's running for the U.S. Senate. And you are, I mean, I say this without trying to jinx it. um, You are way ahead in your election, are you not, Eric? We feel good about it, and that's what the polling would suggest. But you know this, Glenn, like these... uh, you got to run through the tape here and make sure people get out and vote. But I know. it's exciting. We're confident. And uh, like I, we're working really hard. I mean, you talk about it all the time, Glenn. I think the fate of this republic hangs in the balance. We cannot go another two years with what we've seen. We've been fighting those fights in the AG's office. And I want to take that same fighting spirit to the Senate. Well, we need you in there. I, I don't know if you've seen the letter from uh, Grassley and, and Mike Lee and Tom Cotton that talk about 
ESG, there is a mm-hmm. big coalition in the Senate that's going to take that on next year, and I think that's great. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I look forward to hopefully joining that. As you know, Glenn, uh, we opened up a, a big investigation just a few weeks ago against six of the biggest banks in the world for this UN Net Zero Carbon Alliance, yep. uh, Net Zero Banking Alliance, where they want to have their portfolios by 2050 carbon neutral. What does that mean? Well, that means not only going after oil and gas production, which is, by the way, driving inflation because we've choked that off, um, going after um, car manufacturers. And California is the, the worst example of this, right? They, on Monday, they say uh, no more uh, gas-powered vehicles. On Friday, they say, oh, yeah, we don't, we, you can't charge your electric vehicle. It's just totally insane. But also, it's traditional agriculture. I mean, they're going to go after your farm, your loan, because you have too many diesel-powered vehicles. This is a radical agenda. We see the short-term play right now with the Biden administration. This ESG movement's a long-term play. It's antithetical to capitalism. It's antithetical to the American experiment, and we got to stop it. Well, I do want to also tell you that uh, tomorrow I start a campaign uh, for all the Senate senators, Republican, that have been elected or are currently there, except for Mitt Romney. Um, I am uh, I am starting a campaign to get Rick Scott to replace. Um, uh, you know, Turtle Man. What's his name? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. I, I block his name all the time. Yes, you right? do. It's bad. And I'm not going to ask you to if to join that campaign until tomorrow. Then I'll talk to you about it. Um, so, Eric, I saw the DOJ's plans to monitor monitor elections. I know now it's happening in Missouri, it's happening in Texas, and it's happening in Florida. Uh, what? Are you doing about it in Missouri? And have they said why they're coming to monitor your elections? You know, everybody just became aware of this last minute, as you would expect. And we're uh, obviously uh, monitoring this ourselves and watching very closely. I think it's a glimpse, when into two things. One is the over-politization of DOJ. We have seen this time and time again now, whether it's going after political enemies like some sort of banana republic, they did, you know, raiding the, the pre-dawn raid of the former president's home mm-hmm. and likely rival, which is nuts. And by the way, if that were happening in another country, our State Department would be like warning Americans about it. Yep, right? It's happening here. Um, so you got that going on. And of course, you've got the infamous Patriot using the Patriot Act to go after parents who show up to school board meetings. These folks at the top are held in on power and control. And one of our important roles in the Senate in this oversight function is we got to bring these folks in and not just there. Obviously we've got in our lawsuit against big tech coordinating with big government, a deposition scheduled with Anthony Fauci. I think he needs to be brought in in 2023 and clear his calendar, but back to DOJ, you've seen the over politicization. It's also a, um, a tell for them of what they really want to do when they talk about federalizing our elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want commanding control from Washington, DC. The constitution is very clear that state legislatures set the time, place and manner of elections um, and uh, this is a, a preemptive um, message, I guess, they're sending to 24 states where they're, quote, unquote, monitoring it. So uh, we're concerned about it. We're watching it. Um, but, again, it's part and parcel of this DOJ that, again, it's just become way too political. So wait a minute. 24 states. How many of them are uh, blue states? I haven't seen the full list. I really haven't. I just know that in Missouri, you know, our secretary of state became aware of this just about 48 hours ago. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, so it's okay. It, it, it's, so are you doing Florida, Florida Department of State just uh, said, 
You're not welcome. In fact, uh, federal election monitors are not permitted inside of polling places as it would be counterproductive and potentially undermine the confidence in this election. Um, so they're saying, don't don't you dare do it. Yeah, no, we've pushed back. Um, we've pushed back. And again, it's it's kind of unclear what exactly, you know, this quote unquote monitoring, like, you know, it's just it's this vagueness. But I think it's it's meant to send a message. Right. Again, this is just this is not what DOJ is supposed to be. Right. The Department of Justice uh, is supposed to be this neutral actor that, um, you know, represents the government in certain cases. Right. What we're seeing right now, and it's not just DOJ, sadly. I mean, you're seeing this with the 87,000 new IRS agents, which, by the way, is one thing that we got to take care of right away when we get into Congress, make sure those people don't get funded. But you're just seeing the administrative state now take on an even more aggressive approach. And I actually think they're going to try to accelerate this, Glenn. I think that, you know, especially if Republicans take over tonight, they know that the only way they can get move their agenda forward isn't legislatively. It's through this administrative state. And Mike Lee is somebody that I admire. He endorsed me in my primary. Um, and I know that you hold that same admiration for him. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a good man. And working on, on some things that, that pull back that power. The founders never envisioned in the system of self-government and separation of powers, which is meant to protect individual liberty. They never thought. And by the way, half of the Federalist Papers are written about how these different, you know, um, branches would jealously guard their power, right? They, they knew what human nature was like. They never thought that the Article One branch Congress would willingly cede all this authority right. to the Article Two branch, the executive branch. Right. We got to rein that back in, whether it's for every new rule, pull back 10, or it's if it has an impact over X, Y, and Z, if Congress has to vote on it. We got to do that because the folks in Congress, Glenn, are perfectly happy, many of them, with saying, I voted for the greatest bill in the world, but I can't believe what the EPA did. we got to exactly get through right. that because people aren't accountable. And that's what our entire system of self-government is based on. And if you want to understand what, you know, Missouri's always been suspicious of the government, you know, central government a thousand miles away telling us how to live our lives. But at the root of it is nobody knows who the deputy undersecretary of the Department yeah. of Transportation is. And this is at the heart of all of these big issues we're talking about. A lot of our lawsuits, a lot of things you talk about. We got to get that under control. It doesn't make front page, you know, sort of headlines, but it's the root of frustration. It's the root of the problem. All right, my man. Um, are you still out campaigning today? We did. We did a. Uh, we did a election days. You know, interesting, right? Like we did a a six day uh, tour yesterday around the state. Uh, I'm going to go vote with my, my wife here in about 10 minutes. Uh, we've got a family tradition of eating pizza on election day. Uh, so we'll do that later today. <laughs> so there's a lot of things, but you're going to still try to, you know, talk to voters. Uh, but, you know, today is a day where people let their voices be heard. And it, it's we're in the greatest country in the history of the world. And I think people understand the stakes today. We have to preserve that. We have to take this country back because there's nowhere else to go. This is the greatest experiment in human history there is nowhere else to go. And once you lose it, you don't get it back. Every civilization has a beginning and has an end. And I don't think that uh, the American people right now want to give up on this country. So today's a big, big day. Hopefully your election coverage tonight, you guys are having a lot of fun declaring, you know, this red wave. But we got to earn it. Well, like I said, you, you cannot count. You got to get out and vote. We would love to have you on as soon as you walk off stage, uh, you know, uh, accepting uh, tonight. So. Uh, we'd love to have you part of the uh, the program. Listen, um, take care. 
Be safe. Thank you for everything you've done. And we look for big things, uh, assuming you win tonight. All right, Glenn. Take care. Thank God you. bless. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just such a tough spot to be a politician in the middle of the uh, election day interview where, you know, yeah. like, you know, Eric's, I think, polling looks really good. I think, uh, I think he's going to win. But, like, you don't want people to say, ah, he's going to win. Uh, they're not going to come well, out to the, the polls. That's the worst thing you anyone remember. can do. Yeah. The worst <laughs> thing anyone can do. I would not look at any of this stuff as, as, a, sure, as a sure thing. I mean, these are these races can go either way. You know, the, the Missouri race was supposed to be one of the closest in the country. I think, you know, Eric has done a really good job as a candidate and, and has opened up a lead in the polling. But not only a good job as a candidate, I think he was a strong attorney general. Yeah, I, I think he went after the bad guys well, over and over and over again. And people rewarded they're him two different that. jobs, though. You know, yes. you can be a really competent public servant and then suck as a candidate. We've seen yes. that many yeah, 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 times yeah. and people lose races that way. He's been able to, to handle both of those jobs which is is great and i i think he's going to be a really good senator when he wins today yes good news today um hopefully we have uh, masters on with us today we have when is he coming up do you know don't know yet um we've got a few of them stopping stopping by today anxious to see what is happening with carrie lake you know she was in uh, her her office was attacked nobody's talking about all of the things that are that are happening to the republicans the violence the uh um, the, the threats that are going on they don't talk about we are that. in the hunter biden window that's a new thing that has developed in elections there's a hunter biden window that journalists now all have adopted like it's you know it's uh it's a national holiday where they have a uh moratorium a on mm-hmm. news that could possibly help republicans yeah and they I'm, just you just you just look it's too important this is them talking it's too important we, I know the journalism thing. We're supposed to report both sides. Blah 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 blah. But when we're this close, we can't. We can't throw. We could. T- we could tell Nancy that story Pelosi. after Nancy Pelosi. We could tell that story after yeah, the election, right? right? And yeah. that is what I think really is has been implemented, is starting after 2016 with the you know the James Comey letter and and the and that stuff that developed right before that election. They said they'd never make that mistake again, and they are trying to implement that. So I would like to just ask you one question. It's more rhetorical. We can get to the answer maybe tomorrow. Uh, why is it that Nancy Pelosi and the San Francisco police refuse to give anyone the mugshot of the perpetrator that tried? Why? why? This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Well, Stu is here, and Stu is um, is the guy who you know looks at all the polls, then looks at what other, what other things do you look at? Lots of different things: uh, historic trends, uh, you know, financial donations, uh, you know, um, changes in the demographics in, in each district, uh, you know, momentum. Got it. There's a lot of stuff. Okay, so uh, you're putting them all together now, mm-hmm. and you're ready to make. Your final calls. Yes. We're going to hold you to these. Pat Gray is joining us now from Pat Gray Unleashed. I, I do a similar thing. I just uh, look at the race and think, yeah, I think he's going to win. That's pretty much the yeah, same process. It's a it's it's, very similar yeah, process. It's very, very yeah, close very to what close. you just described. Except it? nothing yeah. like that. Well, except the exact opposite of yeah, no okay. research yeah. whatsoever. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's go through these. These are probably more more accurate, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that's how this works. Like it's mm-hmm. the it's like the the woman in the office who's never watched a college basketball game that mm-hmm. wins the Final Four tournament. Yeah. 
Uh, that's right. how this works. Uh, so, yeah. uh, but uh, so let me let me give you a baseline because I think most of this will agree on. Okay, first of all, you start out in the Senate. Thirty-six Democrats not up for election; they're automatically locked in. Mm-hmm. Twenty-nine Republicans. One of the reasons why it's tough for Republicans to win wow. the Senate is because they're down by seven at the start. Right. Thirty-six, twenty-nine as we lead in to election day. So then we go to the likely categories, races we don't think will be super close. Tell me if, if you disagree with any of these. We can move them uh, on your charts. But uh, California, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, New York, Oregon, Vermont, Connecticut. You got any disagreements? All those locked in with Democrats. With Democrats. Yes. I, I would agree with that. Uh, there are some people I know around here that are getting super optimistic and thinking Connecticut might be in play. No way. I don't think so, but that's uh, no I, I'm way. confident with all of those. Glenn, are you there? I, uh, I'm going to give you my list here in a minute, but I, I, I okay. think that there's, um, there's some openings there, but it's going to be, okay. it's going to, you're going to have to be, so we're going to have to have an extraordinary night. So, uh, some people have speculated Oregon might be in play. Yeah. Oregon for the governor, mm-hmm. governor. is definitely in play yeah, for the so. Senate. Uh, Not it, would be, so much. it would be a big surprise, right. but it's, you know, again, when the gov- gubernatorial race is close, you know, yeah, I, I don't want you to never know. talk anyone yeah. out of voting. Right. Please right. do right. it right. Right. Mm-hmm. on the likely Republican side. Give me if you, if you disagree with any of these, uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, South Carolina, both Dakotas. Also, both Oklahomas. There's a special election going on. There's two Senate seats in Oklahoma. Missouri. We just talked to Eric Schmidt uh, just on the air just a minute ago. Iowa and Florida, which is Marco Rubio, was closer early on. I moved it over to the likely category, I think, a couple weeks ago. That gives you any any disagreements on there that you're worried about any of those? Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting about that is it gets you to the baseline of 44-44. Oh. We're locking in right there at 44 to 44. Mm Mm-hmm. All the races after that, I think, are up for a, a decent amount of discussion. Um, should we go through some of these? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. Colorado is, uh, we're looking to talk about Democratic leaners, maybe. Colorado, Washington, and New Hampshire. Uh, Alaska, Utah, Wisconsin, Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Arizona. So let's take these, start wherever you want, start at the beginning. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, a couple. I think the two easiest ones uh, are, would be Alaska. Yeah. So Alaska is going to be a Republican. We just don't One know if it's another. Murkowski or not. Yeah. And then you have Utah, which is Mike, Mike Lee. Lee. It's so gonna, I'm with, I'm yeah, with Mike Lee for sure. Okay. Mike Lee, yeah. Uh, and a Republican because it's going to be a Republican. It's going to be a Republican. So then you go to uh, Wisconsin. Yes. Ron Johnson against Mandela Barnes. I think he wins. I think, I Ron think Johnson he wins, wins too. I'm with Ron Johnson on that one. Uh, Colorado mm. is O'Day versus Bennett. Mm-hmm. This is going to win that. You think Bennett's going to win? Mm-hmm. Glenn, the Democrat Bennett or the Republican O'Day? Republican. Really? Okay. Is so, this Alan O'Day who did uh, Heaven, Heaven on the on Seventh, seventh floor? floor? Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not? No, it's not. Uh, darn it. I'd yeah. really, I'd think I'd love, love to hear that, that song again. again. I would too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Heaven on the Seventh <laughs> Floor. Yeah. Right, really good. Go uh, that really should have been the theme song. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, I, so I have Colorado in my final predictions as a Democratic win, uh, unfortunately. In Colorado. Mm-hmm. In Colorado. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, we go over to um, Ohio. Ohio, J.D. Vance. Yes. Versus Tim Ryan. Vance wins. Vance got a really good poll today yeah. where he's up by 10, yeah. which is nice. uh, which nice. is great result. I also have Ohio as a Republican, and I have Wisconsin, if I didn't say that, as Republican right. as well. Uh, North Carolina, Ted Budd versus Beasley there. Bud has held a moderate but consistent lead here for a few weeks. 
and I have Bud winning that seat. Me too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Washington. We talked to Tiffany Smiley going up against Patty Murray. This Gosh, is a, she could win this. A reach state yeah, potentially. I, I'm gonna, so close. I'm going to say yes. Closer than Democrats could have possibly expected going oh, into this. For sure. I'm going to say yes. They don't like her. They don't like Patty Murray in Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Democrats are even that excited no, about her. They're not. And so this might be I think this, a big I, surprise. Okay. Pat, what'd yeah, you say? I, I, I think the Republican pulls it out here, too. Yeah. Okay. I, I would love that to be true. I, I, I found this one really close. Uh, however, I did give this one to the Democrats. You uh, did? Yes. In a close race. You bastard. I know. Wow. But again, I think these are so far pretty good results. Georgia, yeah. Herschel mm-hmm. Walker. Herschel wins. Herschel against, wins. Yeah. I think Herschel wins as well. Uh, now, I think he wins outright. I don't think he'll yeah. even go to a, a runoff. This is going to be my follow-up. Do you think, Pat, uh, Glenn, that it goes to a runoff? Does he I think clear it could 50%? go to a runoff. I do think it could as well. Now, yeah. that, again, would probably be probably be good for I Herschel so Walker. I it, so he too. probably will win a, run- a runoff. Yeah. But again... Mm-hmm. We said that last time, too, and both Democrats won. True. So you don't want to risk it. Hopefully, you can get over 50% there. Uh, Pennsylvania, Oz versus Fetterman. Fetterman. Mm. I don't want Fetterman <laughs> so badly that I, I I can't pick him. I'm going to pick Oz. Oz. Mm-hmm. I I just... This is one of those no that confidence, the, the data right? looks at. Uh, yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. we're in no confidence area at this point. Yeah. We cleared all no the ones I have any confidence right. in. It could go right. either yeah. way. We're in really, really close territory yes. here. Yes. I went back and forth a little bit on Pennsylvania, but I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> and I shouldn't say things like this, but the data had a very, it was very, very close. I'm giving mm. the edge to Dr. Oz. <laughs> Which is a strange oh, sentence to say, good, I but I think that. Oz yeah, will win. Great. I just oh, feel like there's great. enough people in the, in the middle who yeah. don't necessarily have huge ideological leanings uh-huh. in a Republican climate, you know, based on things like inflation and all the underlying issues we're talking about. And then to see the fact that one of the two candidates is incapable of speaking. Yeah. I just, Are there I mean, enough I people with common in, sense to sway it? I to Ten years ago, Oz. I would have said Oz right, by sure. 10 points, right. 20 points. I don't think it's going to be 10 or 20 no, points. No, it's not. It's going to be close, but I'm going to give this one to Oz yeah. and a squeaker. All right. Then next up, uh, Nevada. Nevada is Adam Laxalt against Cortez Masto. Laxalt. I think Laxalt only because there's legacy there, and and Nevada loves the Laxalts, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think I think he wins. And I think he pulls it now, out. Now Cortez Masto is the is the incumbent, yeah. So there's a bit of an advantage there, but right. uh, you know Laxalt's held public office. He's yep. relatively well known. Not his known as family's well known. Well known. Not known as like some crazy outlier candidate. Yeah. He's done a good job in his campaign. He's mm-hmm. had many polls that have showed him up, though it is close. I also had Nevada going to the Republicans mm-hmm. and Laxalt winning. Uh, two races left mm-hmm. here that we have not covered. New Hampshire. New mm-hmm. Hampshire is is a really interesting race because Hassan or Hassan, depending on how, how you say it, mm-hmm. uh, people seem to do both. Uh, but she has, she's the incumbent, but really not a particularly notable one, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot of chatter mm-hmm. about her. She's never really involved in, in big things. Mm-hmm. This is a purplish state. Uh, you have um, Don Balduck, who was initially seen as this candidate that couldn't possibly win. He's too radical, too crazy. Well, they came into office and closed the polls from about 11 points down to dead dead heat level. I'm going to give it to him. You're going to go with uh, that's uh, Balduck. Don Balduck. We had him on the air. He didn't yeah. seem like a crazy person at yeah. all. Had a couple uh, of listeners from New Hampshire today that convinced me 
that Bullduck is going to win. You know, there's the, mo- the momentum is yeah, really momentum. on his side mm-hmm. right yep, now. Yep, yep. Yep. In a, in a, in it's going to be close. It's going to be very close. Uh, I could, could be weeks before we know. Might We might not even know until 2027. This is the race. I, <laughs> That's I, how long it'll be. I had the hardest time with. I went back and forth on it a bunch of times. Uh, and I wound up giving it to the Democrats. Oh, oh wow. Well. Very, yeah. very, very close. Very, very close. Last race, Arizona. Easy. Masters. Easy Masters. Now, here's the thing that easy? to lead you into this. Yeah. No, not think? Easy yeah. Masters. Easy for me, mm. Masters. But, I mean, yeah. Arizona could be dead to us all by tonight. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah, good. Uh, but what's interesting about the Masters race, because I, I said this about Pennsylvania, as Oz was tightening this race, and I started to believe that Oz was going to win it, I just said, I want to see one one poll. Give me one poll that shows him yeah. actually winning it. You <laughs> don't have to give him all of them. And right. now we, we got him. <clears throat> yeah. We never got that out of the Masters race. Still there has day. not been any polls, any, that have shown Blake Masters ahead in this race, at really? least according to Real Clear Politics. Now, there's some other Craziness. polls they don't always include. They're however, gonna, it, he's going to win. However, let me, let me amend that. Until today. Today, we got not only one, but two polls showing masters nice. ahead yeah so that is a big I, update to that story I, I think these polls are going to be very wrong and i just don't see masters not winning I, with carrie lake i think you're right i think i think uh masters will win as well i give that to republicans so what do you so have now? my total here with all of the races we just talked about is republicans with 53 seats Democrats, 47 seats. That's exactly what I have. So, is exactly it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have... Now, you switched... I might have switched Glenn. a few states from you, but I, I wound up at 53-47. You had Pennsylvania going to the Democrats, Glenn, if I remember. Right. And then you put... You no, had- I, here's my final count. Okay. Um, Democrats, 61. Uh, sorry, Republicans, 61. <laughs> Democrats, 38. <laughs> wow. So, there's going to be one seat really? open? Yeah, that's because, strangely, um, <laughs> Utah just wrote in... Huh. We want to eject Mitt Romney. So oh. there's one oh, oh, wow. open right. seat. Oh, yeah. Wow. So 61-38. So you went re- with the ejection clause. <laughs> I did. I like that. I did. Yeah, it's with the good and plenty clause. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's in the Constitution. We're still in, we're we're still constitutional, in, well, we're in constitutional territory. Okay. Territory. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So that's pretty positive with you. 50, 50 or you said 53. 53 is very positive. We should be happy. No, we, we want to get be. to 53. That would be I good. I want to get to 54. What we don't want to do is get to 48 and stop. So let's just hope. Again, the, we look how many of these races we were like, gosh, these are really tight. I know. No, no, so no. So really, it's not a sure thing. And There's at least three of them. Yeah, I, I think the number might even be higher that you could flip. But hey, look, <laughs> if you can get over, get to 51, that's the most important thing. Yeah, everything yeah, you get above you that, have probably Murkowski and Romney. You, yes, so it's not gonna, you're not going to feel 49. secure at 51. Yeah, but you, it's much better. Yeah. At least you can at least, at least direct the, yes. know, the things they're yes. they're handling. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, and by the way, don't forget Blaze TV coverage tonight. BlazeTV.com/slash/midterms. The promo code is uh, Red Wave for 30 bucks off. Also, after that coverage, going to the wee hours of morning, I'm going to be on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash America with extra coverage uh, into the late night. I'll be doing a Q&A this afternoon, too, if you have any questions about the election on Studios America YouTube channel. Uh, let's go over to the uh, House. You want to do House next or Governor's, Glenn? Uh, let's do the House, just real quick. Okay, just so give me quick, uh, yep, so I have, uh, again, current control, 220 Democrats, 212 Republicans. All seats are up for election here. Uh, as far as sure thing, likelies, I have uh, 191 Republicans, 165 Democrats. 
for leaners, 47 Republicans, 32 Democrats. So for a final total of 238 Republicans, 197 Democrats. So uh, would you put that in the... That's really good. Wave... That'd be really good. Election? This, for, yes. Well, it's good. It's, it's very good. good. It's, I don't think it's... It's really strong. It's not, it's not red tsunami. No. You could get into the 250s if things go super well, well tonight. I have... There's 435. Uh, 35. Yep. So I have uh, 432 <laughs> going to the Republicans. Okay, 432. So you're, 432. You're thinking three Democrats are going to win? Three Democrats are going to huh. win, um, wow, but they're wow. so old, they'll be trapped in their office because they, oh. they won't know how to open the door or okay. where they are. Right. Okay. Uh, and so they'll never actually show up for a vote. Mm. Uh, so you, have, so. you have a significant amount more I, optimism than I would than say I, this I is a red tidal wave maybe yeah. mm-hmm. maybe yeah. it may be a tsunami okay so th- 432 to 3 <laughs> to 3 is the I don't know if 61 you could call... to 38 in the senate for the republicans yeah can well, you call that a tsunami though really <laughs> it's not unanimous <laughs> no yeah, right, right? in true. either house right in, so no. what are these imagine the people in those three districts what the heck are they doing you know what I mean? Right. What are they doing voting they for the doing? Democrat in those three well, they're districts? Stupid. Well, it's you know, it's they're San Francisco. Okay. Nancy Pelosi is going to be oh, one of them. She's still going to make it through after yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a sympathy vote for her husband, though. Yeah. And Strom Thurmond's back on the boat, uh, back on the <laughs> ballot, but he's actually running as a Democrat because he forgot. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So he's... Uh, huh. He's running as a Democrat. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. That's huh. a that's With a surprise. the decomposition of uh, Strom, I think that's pretty... <laughs> It's pretty strong that he can actually do that, though. Oh, he can switch I, hats parties off for him. one thing. Oh, that's you off know? to him, you know. That's <laughs> off, off to him. him. Really yeah. impressive. Yeah. Thank you. An impressive, you. impressive thing. I, I by base that on a lot of stuff. <laughs> I want to say that I like your prediction better than mine. I do, too. I think too. it's better. That's why I'm here. Right. Yeah. You're giving the, the mm-hmm. good news. <laughs> Pat, are you more optimistic or less no, than Glenn? Just slightly less optimistic than Glenn. Okay. I think it's going to be 240. 240? To what, 196 would that be? Uh, 195. 95, yeah. yeah, 195. Yeah, 240 to 195. I mean, I think that's the, mm. within the... I mean, the Not Republicans really should win. That's a, <laughs> the key number one here is, mm-hmm. you know, even like the mainstream uh, models, you know, have, I think it's 80, 85% chance of Republicans winning the House. So things should yeah. go well here. They are uh, favored. It's not impossible. 85% though is what? One out of six chance that they don't. But yeah. I mean, most likely they they should win the house. I saw uh, I saw one of those polls today where they're they're saying seventy percent chance that mm-hmm. the Republicans regain the Senate, yeah. which a couple of weeks ago, just uh, maybe yeah. last month, it was the other way around. Yeah, it was you, like seventy eight percent Democrat chance. To give you a, the five thirty eight model had in, on September eighteenth had Democrats with a seventy one percent chance of winning the senate mm. and today their final model it's down to 41 holy cow that's more 59. than a 10 foot uh, 10 10 point swing that's wild wow that's, um, uh, that's good. <laughs> really good math thank you thank really you. good well, at that. Uh, look, you, I, you just got i mean i see you, have a piece of, you do have a piece of paper no in front but of you. i did, did that calculate? one off the top of my head wow listen here's the <laughs> here's the thing is uh you know uh they have to they have to have the last one kind of right Otherwise, it'd be made fun of. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're really cynical, you'd be like, uh, uh, pollsters, let's show me the last one before the election. Mm-hmm. Some pollsters definitely do this, thing, yes. I think. But the the big the only the big worry you'd have for Republicans here is the last two election cycles. Uh, they have the polls have sucked. Right. Mm-hmm. And everyone's mm-hmm. acknowledged they've sucked. So 
at, they are some of these people are trying to fix the problems and eventually they probably will fix them they may even overcorrect the other way and at some point these polls are going to tell us something that's wrong the other way i don't know when that's going to happen i just hope it's not this time because at some point they have an incentive no. to try to get this no, right you know the one thing i do know is have a pretty good gut people are not happy Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not right. thinking this is working. I agree. So I'm surprised that it's as close as it is, quite honestly, because in my lifetime, this is the clearest example of, hey, what we're doing is in the wrong direction. Biggest example ever. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the. <laughs> you know what? This is really bad this because is this is like. The day after we've been up all night, usually the show goes off the rails, uh, off the rails. And for it to happen so early in the day. Yeah, this is bad. Of a very, very long day tomorrow. I all bets are off. Yeah, we're screwed. Uh, Blake Masters is here. He is uh, the U.S. Senate candidate in uh, Arizona. Blake, I want you to know we we all called you as the winner uh, today. We're betting on you. Well, I appreciate it, Glenn. Thank you. Great to join you. We're feeling great. We've got the momentum. We just need to seal the deal. Yeah, you've got uh, two polls out today that show you ahead, uh, and you've been campaigning with uh, Carrie as well. And I, I just can't imagine her, you know, sweeping up and you not being able to close the deal against the space guy. <laughs> We're going to send him back to space. I think the last four or five polls, uh, no, last four out of five polls that I've seen had me up, right? So we're peaking at the right time, certainly. The independents that are crucial are breaking our way. And it's no surprise, right? When people look around, they know they're worse off, unfortunately, than they were two years ago. When you get into the Senate, you are going to love Mitt Romney. He said... (laughs) He said last week, he tweeted, uh, Red Wave is coming and all of the credit goes to Mitch McConnell. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Did they ever bring the money back to you in Arizona? They ever? Never. Not a dime. And I try not to be bitter about it. You know, if I felt entitled to other people's money, I'd be like AOC. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good conservative value to not feel good for you. Good when Mitch for you. McConnell pulled that money, I just said, you know what? That's his business. My job is to win this race with or without Mitch McConnell's money. I think we're on track to win without, which is just as good in my book. Oh, even I think it's better. even better. Even it's better. better. So, um, Blake, um, the the how can you do things uh, on inflation without passing a budget? Well, I think we can at least put the brakes on inflation, right? Stop the bleeding. Um, when a boat is sinking, the first thing to do is plug the holes and make sure you don't take on more water. And so just by mm. taking back the House and the Senate, we can put a stop to Biden's demented spending. Uh, I mean, he won't be able to get the, the Green New Deal passed. He won't be able to get Build Back Better. We wouldn't have done the, quote, Inflation Reduction Act, a $700 yeah. billion dollar tax and spend which, bill. So which, we can is a, which, which just was renamed. Uh, you know, that that is really the... The, the portions of that are the Green New Deal and the Build Back Better the down bill. Payment. Yeah. It's a down payment on the Green New right. Deal. And so that's crazy. We'll put a stop to that. You know, the other half of inflation is just the, the consequence, predictable consequence, of course, of Biden's America last energy policies. You surrender our energy independence, you make war on oil and gas. Well, you're going to make the price of energy go up. 
that makes everything more expensive because everything we need to live, of course, takes energy to make and to move. And so that's going to be harder to put that uh, that cat back in the bag. We just need to bear hug Biden's administration and, and basically hold him hostage until he re-implements the very commonsensical America first energy policies we know we need. Can you um, help me out on this? Yesterday, um, it was announced that a, a, a letter went out from Senator Grassley, Cotton, Blackburn, Mike, Mike Lee, and Marco Rubio. Uh, and it went out to 51 of the biggest law firms in the country. And uh, it's all about ESG. And basically, it says, uh, let me quote, we're writing you about your firm's uh, environmental, social, and government's practice. Although businesses would certainly be wise to lawyer up before undertaking ESG initiatives, your firm has a duty to fully inform clients of the risks they incur by participating in climate cartels and other ill-advised schemes. It goes on how they're going to investigate. To the extent that your firm continues to advise clients regarding participation in ESG initiatives, both you and those clients should take care to preserve relevant documents in anticipation of Senate investigations. Will you put your name to that? Absolutely. I think we need to ban ESG. Um, and, you know, it can be slippery. The exact details might might be pretty hard, but there's a couple ways to to really get our our hooks in here. You know, I think it arguably violates fiduciary duties to shareholders when you start privileging left wing social causes over making sure that a business is is making wise economic decisions. Right. Um, The federal government has a, a lot to say about where and how pension fund pension funds are invested and. You know, we're going to we're going to use every bit of leverage we have. You can't draft the Fortune 1000 in, into being this quasi de facto government mm-hmm. by getting private, you know, so-called private companies to just enforce the left increasingly totalitarian agenda. Yeah. We're just not going to tolerate that in a free society. So what do we look for um, in tonight's results? Um, where do we where is the where are the counties or what areas of uh, Arizona do you look at and say this has got to go well here? If this goes well, we got it. Well, if uh, if we win Maricopa County, and I think you know if, if everything goes cleanly, we will. That's you know that's the bellwether. That's going to really suggest Republicans are going to sweep statewide in Arizona. You try to win Maricopa or at least fight to a draw, we'll lose Pima County, but. Uh, but hopefully not too badly. And then you run up the score in every other county, most of which are ruby red. The problem right now in Maricopa County, and I'm just dealing with this, uh, about 10 to 20% of the voting centers, the machines aren't working. Today? We just found this out today. today. This morning. It's a lot of people, a lot of patriots are waiting in line to be told, oh, hey, just... uh, you know, find somewhere else to vote, or if you want, you can drop your ballot in this black box, and it'll no. be taken downtown and counted later. Yeah, the tabulators aren't working. So, look, I don't want to jump to conclusions. I don't know if it's genuine incompetence or if it's something worse than that. But I do know that the Democrats are hoping that it demoralizes our voters and people get sick and tired of waiting and just go home. So, my message to folks in Arizona: if you haven't voted yet, if you're waiting in line, uh, stay in line. Stay in line. Make sure your vote is cast. In fact, we need to use this to galvanize more turnout pull out your cell phone call everybody you know in arizona get them to a voting center uh take some food take some water we have to stay in line you have to cast those votes that's how we save this country even if they're trying to to play funny business what is the percentage of machines do you know 
Sounds like about 20% of the tabulators, oh or at least gosh. some fraction of tabulators at 20% of the sites are not working. And, you know, the, the elections officials swear that they tested them yesterday. And it's like, mm, man, I don't know. I don't know what to conclude, except we have to overwhelm the system. We have to just have record turnout. We, we need everybody to get out and vote, stay in line. Uh, make it fun. Make it celebratory. Make it festive. Bring some. Bring some tunes. Bring some food. But man, we we need to overwhelm this, uh, this glitch. Yeah. These hiccups. Yeah. I mean, this is the last chance. Uh, well, best of luck to you, uh, Blake. Who's Blake Masters? Who's running for the uh, the Senate for the U.S. Senate in Arizona? Highly recommend him. Um, he is going to be instrumental in turning things around, I believe, in uh, Washington, D.C. Thank you so much. Na, 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 na.